Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, 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 welcome back, good people. This is the Future Cast Show on the Roto Underworld Radio program, program, network, enterprise, whatever you want to call it. What is coming at you every single day of the week is absolutely ridiculous. What Matt Kelly is doing and providing for you, the listener, is it's second to none. It really is second to none. You just want to hear the podfather go at it. Then you get him multiple times every single week, bringing on fantastic guests. You want to hear him and Nate List duke it out about Jonathan Taylor and Clyde edwards Lair. You got the Sonic Truth program. You want to put your feet up, drink a margarita, have a gin and tonic. Then you got the prop cast. DFS got you covered. Undercover Ops, Cody Carpentier, taking a look at some of the usage patterns from the wide receivers, not the known wide receivers receivers, right? Trying to dig a little bit deeper. You got that. And right now you have college prospect talk and what this show is not. And let me just be clear. What I'm not going to do on this show, on this program is recap every single game that happened in college football. Give you who won, who lost. It's not about that, man. It's not about that. If you want that, go subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast and I will go through some of those things. But in this show, the future cast show, we are specifically focused on college prospects who are going to make a name in the NFL or have a chance, have the potential, have the talent, have the athletic profile, have the analytic profile to make noise on our fantasy teams here in the near future. That is what this is about. This is to get you ready for your damn rookie drafts that are coming sooner rather than later and to help you strategically make moves throughout your current dynasty season to position yourself to dominate come rookie draft season. And I know, I am aware that the quarterback position is one of the most difficult ones to project, right? We have a history littered with first round picks at the quarterback position that have been absolute shit. And I'm talking about Christian Ponder, EJ Manuel, Blaine Gabbert. I mean, we the list goes on 
and on and on and on. And we just saw Dwayne Haskins, a top 15 pick in the NFL draft a couple of years ago, relegated to not just the bench, but the third team. We saw Josh Rosen get shipped off after one year in Arizona and replaced by Kyler Murray. We're watching what's happening right now with the New York Jets and the New York Giants and Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. It is a very, very difficult position to project, to predict, to try to figure out what the landscape is going to look like in the, in the next couple of years. But sometimes folks, I'm just, listen, sometimes there are quarterback prospects that it doesn't take a damn rocket scientist or a genius to figure out that this player is special that this player not only will be a top pick in the NFL draft, but will be a top contributor at the next level. And this is not groundbreaking news, but there is still some people out there with a little trepidation about the Clemson signal caller, Trevor Lawrence. And I am here to tell you historically what this young man is doing week in and week out at Clemson against Power 5 competition from the time that he replaced Kelly Bryant in 2018 to what we just saw him do on Saturday is historically great. That is how good Trevor Lawrence is. And to be honest, folks, this entire 2021 class of quarterbacks It's looking better and better by the week. Do we truly have a Joe Burrow, a player that is coming out of absolutely nowhere to elevate himself to the number one pick in the NFL draft? No, we do not have that. We don't have that. I've said that Kyle Trask is a Joe Burrow light player. He's a Joe Burrow light prospect. Plays in the SEC, having a fantastic season for Florida. We didn't get to see Florida play this weekend because they had about 60,000 positive COVID cases on their football team. But we are seeing this 2021 class of quarterbacks develop and look even better than I thought it would look coming into this season. And before we get into what quarterbacks could potentially be a part of our fantasy rosters, our dynasty teams next season, we have to look at what NFL locations are actually plausible for quarterbacks to fit into. There are only 32 of these jobs across the NFL. And every year when we're talking about three and four and five different quarterbacks that are matriculating from the collegiate level to the NFL NFL game, how many spots are actually available for these quarterbacks to occupy? And right now, if we look at the NFL teams that what I'm calling are in dire need of a quarterback, either because of age, because of play, it's hard not to look at the Indianapolis Colts situation and think that is not a prime landing spot for one of these top quarterbacks. Now, mind you, I am recording this show prior to the Sunday game. So, I know that this player, Philip Rivers, has a favorable matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals, but it, the, still, the fact remains, he's an aging, aged quarterback who he, he's he got maybe a couple of years left, but the best days of Philip Rivers are, Philip Rivers, it's, it's behind him. The Indianapolis Colts, with that offensive line, with Jonathan Taylor, they are in desperate need of talent, youth, 
at the quarterback position. So the Indianapolis Colts would be a prime landing spot for one of these quarterbacks. And they've got a decent record. So they're not going to be in contention for one of the top guys like a Lawrence or the or Fields. But they definitely could be in play for a player like Kyle Trask, a player like Zach Wilson in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. Drew Brees is the Hall of Fame quarterback. He's looked okay at times this year, but he has, what, a year or two at max left in the NFL. They need a quarterback. We all know the Washington football team, they have nobody at quarterback, so they will be investing probably early in the 2021 NFL draft. The Chicago Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, fine, okay, mm, not really. They need a quarterback. And the New York Jets, they also have a broken Sam Darnold. They will be in the market for a quarterback in 2021. So right there, you've got five spots that are in dire need of quarterback help. And then after that, the jury is still out on Denver and Drew Locke. Is Drew Locke the quarterback of the future? I don't know, maybe, but there's still a huge question mark surrounding what he is long term. The Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan, what is he in the next three or four years? Is he around in Atlanta with a brand new coach? They just got rid of Dan Quinn. He does not look to be the same player that he once was. They could be in the market for a quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe that Minshew has played his way, at least right now, played his way into a starting job with Jacksonville. But again, Doug Marone probably on his way out. What is Minshew long-term? New England with Cam Newton, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger need to be looking for a replacement. The 49ers, goodness gracious, I'm sure if they can go back, they would not have given Jimmy Garoppolo all of that money. What is Carolina going to do with Teddy Bridgewater? And then Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. So there are plenty of available spots for these collegiate quarterbacks to fill. Now, do we have the talent in the 2021 class to fill all of these spots? Absolutely not. But there are five or maybe even six quarterbacks in this class that I can see in the next two years being starters at the NFL level. You've got Justin Fields coming back. The Big Ten is back this coming Saturday, and there are a quite a few players who have a big chance, a big opportunity to really improve their draft stock. And I'll dive into those guys in later episodes. Then you've got the playmaker, the exciting quarterback who is sort of the new hot wave out of BYU, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, I mean, he's the nation's leader in completed deep ball yards. His adjusted completion percentage is right up there. Even better than Trevor Lawrence with quarterbacks with a minimum of 100 attempts this season. He's first in college football, first in college football in deep passing yards. He, he is he is looking like a damn good quarterback prospect. And I actually moved him up to number five in my 2021 quarterback rankings right behind Florida's Kyle Trask. If you want those full rankings, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Then we have Trey Lance. I've talked about him before on previous episodes, but the guy, the man is Trevor Lawrence and what we are witnessing from this young man. He's already a national champion. He's most likely going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. He put up 400 yards and five touchdowns against a hapless Georgia Tech team, 52 points in the first half, and he made it look effortless. He made it look 
easy. It looks like Trevor Lawrence is playing seven on seven football every damn time he takes the field. Every time. Every time he takes the field, it looks easy. When he took over as a true freshman, as a true freshman, and go back to his high school profile, 24-7 sports, they have these composite rankings, and they have Trevor Lawrence is the sixth best prospect any position, offense, defense of all time. Now, in that top six, there are some glaring busts. Robert Kimdichie was tied with number one with Davion Clowney, Rashawn Gary, Vince Young, Ernie Sims, Ronald Powell. But Trevor Lawrence is one of the best high school prospects ever, ever. And he's going to go down as one of the best college quarterbacks of all time with Clemson looking like they will be in another national championship game after this 2020 college football regular season is over. Trevor Lawrence, when he took over as a true freshman in 2018, 65% completion percentage, 3,200 passing yards, averaging 8.3 in attempt, 30 touchdowns, and four interceptions. And a lot of people are like, well, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was great. Drew Brees, great. Russell Wilson, a great, we're talking about Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Peyton Manning. None of those guys were able to do what Trevor Lawrence did as true freshman. None of them. Peyton Manning, 61% completion percentage as a freshman. Andrew Luck, 56% completion percentage as a freshman. Russell Wilson, in his first three years, in, 20, in 2008, 2009, 2010, was sub-60% completion percentage. Now, in his final year when he transferred to Wisconsin, he did get that up to 72%. But Trevor Lawrence was doing this as a true freshman. And in this season, right now, Trevor Lawrence is throwing Damn near 75% completion percentage on the season. 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns to one interception. Last season in a down year, people thought he did not play well. Down season for Trevor Lawrence. Down season, 65% completion percentage, 3,600 yards, averaging nine yards an attempt, 36 touchdowns and eight interceptions. That was his down season. That was his down down season. And when we're looking at, again, some of the all-time great quarterbacks in NFL history and in college football history, Peyton Manning's best season at at Tennessee, 1997, 60% completion percentage, 3,800 yards, 36 TDs, 11 interceptions. Andrew Luck, his final season at Stanford, 71% completion percentage, 3,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. Drew Brees, 60% completion percentage, 3,600 yards, 26 TDs, and 12 interceptions. What this man is doing, folks, I, I listen, anybody can bust. Any player can be a flop. Any player can be a bust. Trevor Lawrence is about as damn bust proof as it gets. Right now, his red zone completion percentage is 83%, first in the country. First in the country. What's so great about Trevor Lawrence is the way that he distributes the ball. He doesn't just hone in on one receiver and just feed him and disregard the entire offense. His leading receivers, his three leading receivers, the target distribution amongst those three, Amari Rogers, 22%. The other two receivers, 17.1% target distribution up to 
week five, up to last week, his final game. Those those numbers aren't included in the stats. And then his running back, Travis Etienne, almost 12% of Trevor Lawrence's targets are going to the running back. He throws the ball around. And we're not even talking about the tight ends. We're not talking about those other ancillary players that he is getting in the mix. This guy, the way that he processes information, the way that he, the zip, the ball placement that he throws with right now, and you can call it whatever the hell you want to call it, hot take, crazy, whatever. There aren't seven quarterbacks in the NFL right now that I would start my NFL franchise with before Trevor Lawrence. You've got Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. You could throw Deshaun Watson in there. Maybe you can toss Josh Allen in there at seven. I'm taking him before Wentz. I'm taking him ahead of Joe Burrow. I'm taking him before Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers and whoever the hell else you want to throw in there. Right now, Trevor Lawrence is at worst a top 10 dynasty quarterback right now. And again, Like I said, yes, players can bust. We've seen it before, but he is as bust proof as it gets. The collegiate profile, the production in the athleticism at six foot six, 220 pounds. Trevor Lawrence is going to go out there and probably run sub four, six, 40 yard dash. And let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. I know that a lot of people want to say that Justin Fields is the better running quarterback, the better rushing quarterback, right? Black guy should be the better rushing quarterback. Come on, man. I believe that Trevor Lawrence is a better rushing quarterback than Justin Fields. Now, do you want him doing that? No, but he is far from a statute and he's way more athletic than people may think that he is just by looking at him. Go turn on the game versus Ohio State in the college football playoff where he's pulling away from the Ohio State defense 60, 70 yard touchdown run with the size, with the arm strength, with the processing, with all the talent and tools. And he's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Trevor Lawrence is a stud. This 2021 crop of quarterbacks is looking better and better by the day with him and Trey Lance and Justin Fields and Kyle Trask and Zach Wilson. And we haven't even talked about Jamie Newman and damn, Mac Jones. Mac Jones from Alabama. Will he declare this year? If I had to bet on it, probably not. Probably not. Mac Jones just screams one of those players that's going to be a four-year guy. But his efficiency this year, shit, put it right up there with Tua. Put it right up there with the great Alabama quarterbacks. The game is changing, folks. And I know a lot of people, well, Clemson has way more weapons than Andrew Luck. Well, you know what? Fuck. Yeah, there's no way for us to go back in time and drop Trevor Lawrence in 2011. All right? We can't take Andrew Luck from 2010 and throw him into the 2020 season and see what he... We have to use the information that's presented to us right now. And right now, when we're looking at the 2021 NFL draft class, I believe that at this very moment, without the NFL combine, without all of the analytics for the remainder of the college football season that will be incorporated, we have eight blue chip prospects. We've got eight blue chip guys. We have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, the two quarterbacks. We have three wide receivers in Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, and Rondell Moore. There are two running backs in Najee Harris and Travis Etienne, plus 
Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. Those right now are the eight blue chip prospects in the 2021 NFL draft class. And when you're just talking about these quarterbacks, as I alluded to earlier, alongside a Justin Fields, you do have Kyle Trask. There is Zach Wilson, potentially Mac Jones. If Chase Bryce can get it together, if a player like Jamie Newman can actually show up during the pre-draft process, show well during the NFL combine and at his pro day, he's another one of those quarterbacks that has a chance to get at least day two draft capital at worst. But there's only one, guys. There is only one, ladies and gentlemen, Trevor Lawrence. And again, the only quarterbacks in the NFL that I would take over him right now are the Lamar Jacksons, the Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and maybe, maybe Josh Allen is thrown into that. He is a top 10 dynasty quarterback right now. And folks, it's time for the conversation to shift. It is time for the conversation to go from Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, to actually being rephrased to say that Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback prospect than Andrew Luck. And in fact, he is the best quarterback prospect since one Peyton Manning. (laughs) 